Welcome to Mostly Bravo, a pop culture and reality TV podcast diving deep into the shows we all secretly love. Each week, we'll be dissecting the juiciest drama from Bravo to Bachelor and beyond. We're your hosts, Bryce and Kate. Welcome back to Mostly Bravo. I am your host, Bryce. I am doing a solo episode today without my dear co-host, Kate, because she is busy doing stuff. Life happens. She was nice enough to do a solo up last weekend when my life was falling apart, so I'm taking over this week. Um, I realize I don't talk about a lot of my personal life on here, and that's because it's scary to be vulnerable. Um, I am living in LA, as I've mentioned on the podcast many a time. I'm about to move apartments for the fifth time in the four years, a little over four years that I've lived here. Um, so I'm stressed the fuck out about that. It's going to be fine. If any of you live in LA, though, you know it's really hard to find an apartment, much less one with parking and a washer and dryer or a dishwasher. Um, if you have all of those things, you probably live in a million dollar house in the hills. It's just a very difficult thing to find an apartment. I don't want to bore you all. No one cares about this, but that's just what I'm going through. I feel like I'm going through a divorce of roommates. Like it's kind of getting like to that point where it's like, do we need to get lawyers involved? Um, you know, just some irreconcilable, irreconcilable, is that how you say it? Irreconcilable differences, if you will. Um, so going through roommate divorce, you know, wish them the best. I'm sure they don't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but if they do, wish you guys the best. Hopefully, hopefully we all find a place to live. Oh God. Hopefully some of you out there have gone through similar situations. It's hard to live with people who aren't your family or your significant other. It's also hard to live with your family and your significant other. I've done all of the above. So that's where I'm at in my life. I'm trying to drink less wine. Also, I feel like I've also mentioned that in the podcast because it's just a hard time. Like anxiety is high for me and like wine doesn't help so i know i'm normally like let's open the rosé on these episodes but not today bitch i have a nice iced latte with me and i'm just trying to keep my cool trying to find an apartment who knows i might not even have an apartment for two months i might just kind of live with my boyfriend and with my parents and wander around like a little couch surfer um anyway i need to figure my life out i will figure that off the podcast so i stop boring you all but let's hop into it. Enough about my personal life. Quick action item of the week. Um, similar to last week, you need to make sure you're registered to vote. And I'm saying this because the stupid LADMV spelled my last name wrong on my driver's license when I got it changed to from Arizona to California. And I went in and I assumed when I got my license fixed that they would fix it. But I went in to check my registration recently and my last name was still spelled wrong. And who knows that that could mess up, you know, my my voting and my vote wouldn't go through so god forbid so you all need to check that make sure your name is spelled right i don't even know if that's a real thing or if that would matter if my name was spelled wrong but i'm not trying to take any chances okay we need to get okay i'm not going to get political but just you need to vote okay and you know who to vote for i think if you listen to this podcast at this point you probably know what the right answer is there's a wrong answer to vote for and there's a right answer anyway Let's hop into Real Housewives. Enough about me, enough about politics. Make sure you're registered to vote. Um, Okay. First Vanderpump Rules gossip before we hop into our rehabs. Recaps. Rehabs? Wow. Maybe I should go to rehab. Recaps. 
we have a pregnancy pact on Vanderpump Rules. Stassi, I almost forgot, Lala and Brittany are all pregnant. And I don't know if any of you watch Sheena's YouTube channel as I do, but Sheena had a miscarriage. So we could have had four cast members pregnant all at the same time. I don't believe pregnancy packs are a thing. I don't know what the point of that would be other than like, oh, we all like to hang out and like that would be fun if our kids were all the same age. So then we continue to have an excuse to hang out for the rest of our lives. I don't know if they're doing it in order to get on a show again because, you know, Vanderpump Rules is kind of in the trash. But sorry, I had to take a sip of my coffee. Um, It's interesting. And Lala and Stassi are both having girls. We'll see if Brittany and Jax have a girl. Hope they do so Jax can experience what it's like to be the father of a daughter um so yeah I mean I'm excited for them Stassi went on um the Tamron Hall show and it was really embarrassing for her and she really got laid into as she should um she also looks really bloated but I know she's pregnant so that's that's me and I have to cut that out she just has pregnancy face and I've never seen Stassi looking like that before so it was interesting um another thing southern charm is coming back and madison Lacroix is like one of the main people and of course Catherine. there's like a new guy and a new girl and i don't know i just feel like southern charm is jump ship at this point i'm like do i even want to watch like they all lived on plantations like this did not age well the show was always problematic are we going to talk about thomas ravenel is he in jail i need to google what's happened to him because i don't even know at this point and they're all just like such fuck boys on that show too like craig and shep i'm like Maybe that was fun to watch when I was, like, into fuckboys, but now I'm just like, it's sad. You're 40, and you're still, like, hooking up with girls every night. There's, like, a, a level of sadness to it at this point. Like, you're still blacking out all the time. Okay. Okay, so enough about that. Let's hop into recaps. We have Potomac and New York, and then I have a little bit about Beverly Hills as well. Um, I mean, I'll just start with that, Beverly Hills, since uh, we don't have much more to talk about that. So Teddy's leaving. Teddy's contract did not get renewed. But yeah, so Teddy posted this like very passive aggressive video on Instagram that was like, sorry to bore you, but I don't want to be fake. And I'm going to come on here and talk about how I will no longer be moving forward with Real Housewives. It was such a good experience, blah, 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 blah. But she's angry. You can tell there's some anger there. And I don't want to be rude. I mean, Teddy was fine. Teddy was the one that, like, brought us the Denise, Denise storyline. What we, would he have done without that this season? Talk about nothing. Talk about clothes. But the fact that she didn't get asked back. Ew. Probably for being boring. Um, wish her the best, though. She has a new baby. The on by Teddy stuff is weird. Anything like that, I just hate. I don't want anyone to keep me accountable because I'm not an accountable person and I know I will fail. Um, so I don't even understand her business to begin with. It seems like an MLM. But, you know, I'm not one to shit on someone's business. You know, what? for people that want to work out and have people text them to make sure they're working out, fine. That's, that's fine if that works for you. Personally, what works for me is getting to a point where I have so much self-hatred that I work out every day. And that's just me. Okay, recap time. Real Housewives of Potomac. They are carrying this entire franchise. This is the only franchise who's bringing the drama in hot week after week, okay? I don't mean to hop ahead to the end, but other people must have been screaming. I was screaming mouth agape at my TV when I think it was Karen scream, Let go of her hair, Monique! Let go of her hair, Monique! 
God, why did they have to end the episode right there? Okay, we'll get to it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The big fight we've been waiting for this entire fucking season. Okay, so building up to that, we start the episode. Uh, first of all, Candace is an incredible singer. I didn't realize. She was singing her remixed love song that she wrote for Chris, and it was... Um, well, let me give you my rendition. I love you, boy, and I will be there forever, and we'll be in the bed, in the silk sheets, yeah. That was a little bit Taylor Swift um, on my my rendition, but you get the picture. But she's a very good singer, is uh, what, the point I want to get across. Um, she lets Chris know that she is officially done with Monique, and that Monique pretending to be asleep when she was trying to leave her lake house was one of the rudest things that anyone could do. <sighs> and as someone who is going through a dissolution of a friendship at the moment, I get both sides. I think Monique was asleep. She has kids. She's very tired. But I think that Candace also, like, maybe took it too personally. I don't think she was trying to be asleep. You don't need to, like, fake say bye to her when she's sleeping. Because she's not going to hear you. Okay. My god and then when you think this episode is gonna be slow we hop right into ashley and michael at dinner to discuss the scandal um and this is one of the weirdest scenes i've ever seen in real housewives history they break the fourth wall basically michael comes clean and and discusses that this is what happened he went to a hotel room with i believe a stripper and he fell asleep and doesn't remember anything but woke up in his underwear next to her i don't know how if when you pass out drunk that you wake up with all your clothes off i personally when i have passed out drunk in the past i have all my clothes on i have spilled the drink that i'm drinking if i have a drink in hand like you that's what that's what passing out drunk is it's not i pass out and then i'm able to take all my clothes off so i'm comfy so that was a lie i mean i i i believe he probably allegedly had sex with her but that's just me but then we find out also that Ashley and Michael have been in this open marriage, that she's allowed to be with girls, but it's not clear if she's allowed to be with girls with him or she's also allowed to have her own relationships. It seems like since the baby came, they were not having an open relationship and he still wanted to get his dick sucked, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and Ashley wasn't having that. But then I think Ashley also, this whole Denise thing, where like, this is a real thing. Denise and Brandy hooked up. Ashley and Michael have this open marriage that they didn't want to be on the show. You know, just to save face. I get it. Um, and now it's out. And the other women have pushed this out. And when you go on these shows, you are subject to be torn to shreds. That's unfortunately just what the show is. Anything in your personal life that other people know, they're going to take and use. That's how you maintain your presence on the show oh that was awkward though and then the producer comes down and michael's like crying and having a hissy fit like i'm done i can't do this anymore i'm like oh shit ashley handles it like a champ she's like i didn't want to do this at home i wanted to take you out to dinner so that i don't scream and tear your eyes out of your face and i thought ashley handled it very well by removing herself from the home and having a, a sit down conversation away from the baby um, I mean, Michael does apologize, but that doesn't take away from how shady he is. And, and like, why is that girl taking a photo? Like, clearly this bitch is, like, trying to get clout. Why are you... If you know he shouldn't be there, like, why are you taking pictures of him? So clearly she probably knew who Ashley was. Like, that whole thing is weird also. I need to get that girl on the phone and ask her what her intentions were. And also, why is she going after Michael? Like, why, why is anyone going after Michael? No offense. 
Okay, so next we go to Monique's podcast. And I didn't know this was a thing. And also, I heard that she stopped recording it in September of last year. So I don't think this whole live podcast event even happened. And she's invested over $200,000 in this. Like, what are you spending that on? I mean, we've probably invested $100 in this podcast. Granted, this is a much lower level of a podcast than her, but you don't need to make flyers like what she's just like wasting money on random shit like having an office you don't need an office space for your podcast business like record in a room in your house i just don't that not for lazy mom things was weird and then it's like you also haven't come out with the podcast so like isn't that lazy i love monique but i don't know i just didn't care about any of the podcast stuff and like the weird woman who like she was having this interaction with the entire time they kept cutting to that one white woman who was like very nervous and like seeming like she wanted to please monique I was like, I feel bad for this woman. She's trying too hard. Um, and also, Monique is all nervous that Candace is going to back out of the podcast, which she does end up doing because she's so mad that Monique didn't say bye to her at her lake house. And so now she has to reprint thousands and thousands of flyers. Okay, next we go to this weird scene of Giselle and Robin furniture shopping. Robin or Giselle is wearing weird glasses as usual in a weird outfit. I don't really know why that was in there. Um, Robin fills in Giselle on all the drama that took place between Monique and Candace. Basically, Monique and Candace are carrying this episode as well as Ashley and the other ones are just like, we'll talk about it. Oh my god. I laughed so hard, though, that Robin accidentally sent the pictures of Michael to Ashley, the cheating <laughs> pictures, and then covered it up by, what What do you want us to do? God, that's always funny. I've had someone do that to me before where they sent me a text that was meant for someone else to me and it was like, I think things are going to be weird around Bryce because we haven't seen her in a while. This is another dissolution of a friendship that I went through. Seems like a common factor for me. Uh, (laughs) That's why I'm in therapy. Um, Anyway, yeah, she like sent it to me and she couldn't cover that one up. And I was like, oh, is it? She was like, I'm sorry, it wasn't meant for you. And then I noticed that Karen hasn't really been in the episode at all until this very end at this wine tasting that we go to. So I guess Karen was just kind of doing her thing this episode. Ashley and her mom talk about all the Michael drama. Okay, now we get to the best part of this episode, and maybe even this season that we've all been waiting for. Everyone arrives at a little wine tasting. They're laughing. They're kind of dancing when they come in. Ashley comes in as like a little troll, like, hoo, 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 hoo. And they're all sipping their wine. The sommelier is giving them all the information about the wine. And everything's fine. And then Monique and Candace are kind of ignoring each other, obviously. And they're all feeling weird about, like, the Michael drama when Ashley gets there. Ashley does this very, like, politician address of the situation going on. And they're like, of course, Ashley trying to save face. But I I thought Ashley was like, well, this is the shit show. That's my life. And I'm laying it out there. I mean, I don't know how else you could say this. Do they want her to break down in tears? Like, she's just like, yep, this is it. This is my life. And cut to real life, she's pregnant again with Michael's baby. So, obviously, they got past it. But, I don't know. I really like Ashley, and this made me like her more because I think she is putting a lot of her life out on the line. Um, And the other woman, at least it's felt like Giselle, Robin, and Karen have kind of just, like, sat back to, like, judge. (laughs) Um, So, I like that she's being, like, very open and vulnerable. Even though, obviously, Karen's been vulnerable with her whole relationship. So, not to say that they aren't, but you know what I mean. So the wine is kind of seeping in. We're all getting a little buzz at the wine tasting. And finally, our first dig comes between Candace and Monique. And then my favorite part of the episode. 
Candace just keeps going, drag me, drag me, and makes fun of her for being asleep when she tries to leave the lake house. And then Monique is going at her. They're basically just talking over each other, having completely different conversations about each other at the same time. Ashley walks away to pee. Candace is like doing this little dance and like teasing Monique, like, slap me, drag me, like dancing around. Like she has a knife again. I don't know what it is with her and knives. She's tapping the knives. Wendy's trying to take the knife away. And then we have this moment where Monique's getting closer and closer and like flipping Candace's hair and like touching it. And it's like such a like playful fight. And then suddenly we see Monique's hand grab and Candace's head goes straight towards the table. You just hear someone scream, Monique, let go of her hair. Oh, it's so funny. And that's when the episode ends. And I just, I want to see what happens. Is this going to be, is a, a wig going to come off? I just. I can't wait. So thank you, Potomac, for actually bringing us the drama on, like, Beverly Hills, where we just sit around and talk about things that happened while not filming. So continue the good work, okay? All right, now let's get over to Roni. And Roni was a reunion, so there's not a ton to recap on a reunion. We're obviously recapping the entire season already in the reunion. I just think this solidified kind of why Dorinda was let go for the show. I think it's very obvious that she has some anger and some issues and doesn't really see her faults in a lot of the things that she's done this season, especially towards Luann and bringing up her arrests and her drinking stuff over and over again. That's just a low blow. And I think when they were trying to, Andy even was trying to make Jordan to see how what she did was wrong and how her actions was wrong. And she still almost has this this um, immature way of justifying like, well, it's not wrong because they did this to me. And when you're an adult, it's you can't be as tit for tat. Um, you need to take accountability for what you do. And, and I think towards the end of the reunion, she got it. But I, I do see why Dorinda was asked to not come back. And I'm sad about it because I think she was one of the funniest housewives in housewives history. So I'm definitely going to miss her. But I think we need some fresh blood in New York. And I wouldn't even be sad if Ramona left too. I'm, I'm over Ramona, as I mentioned before. Anywho, we also find out that Leah is a chronic smeller. I thought that was so funny. She smells things all the time. It was really cute. Ramona's the apologizer. She's always saying sorry every five seconds. Oh, and Dorinda's thing that she does all the time is, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have a long discussion about Ramona's many girlfriends, and now she cares more about her 60 acquaintances than her actual friends. And, like, thank God they talked about this again, because this is what pissed me off about Ramona, is how she tries to be such a good friend, but she's not a good friend. And, like, the whole thing she did to Elise was disgusting. I wish they had Elise on to share her side of the story. I don't get why she just dropped her. I was, like, very mean girl. I feel really bad for Sonia because she's finally had some success with her clothing line, and then COVID happened. And all of the retail stores that she had her clothing line in are closing. So just as Sonia was getting her business off the ground and then this all happened so i feel bad for her hopefully her online store can make it big but i'm rooting for sonia she looks amazing she went to the desert and like lost 30 pounds through like colonoscopies colonoscopies or something colonics that's what it is colonics she looks great she got a facelift she looks like a new woman she looks 10 years younger I also found it interesting that Dorinda admits that she was such in such a bad place before the season started that she probably should have taken a season off. And how Ramona made her depression, and, and not depression, I don't think she was depressed, but her issues much stronger. I mean, it's just Dorinda trying to deflect again. And 
I think Ramona's right in that uh, Dorinda made her her punching bag after Tinsley left. But I think that Ramona and Dorinda both have their faults. And I think that if Dorinda was aware of what a bad place she was in, then yeah, she should have taken the season off because this season made her look terrible. That does make me wonder, though, maybe if Dorinda can go on a apology tour, maybe she can get back on in a few seasons. Because her and Leah do have a friendship, and Leah defended her in this uh, part three of the reunion. Which I didn't think Leah was right. I think Dorinda definitely hit below the belt, especially with the Luann comments. But I think I'd like to see Dorinda back. Maybe she gets a couple years, she heals a little bit from everything she needs to heal from, and she comes back. I think that would be fun. And Dorinda does say that she apologized to Leah after that whole night where she bitched about them cheersing to Tinsley. So Dorinda, I think, can be a good friend if she wants to, or at least she is to Leah. But as we all know, she has, she has the work to do on herself. <sighs> oh, and the last little thing was Ramona printing out all those texts that she sent to Dorinda. That was so annoying. Who prints out texts? Why do they do that? That's such a weird thing to do. They're texts for a reason. You don't need to print them out. And then she throws them all at Dorinda and she gets upset. Uh, those are my thoughts on Roni. Leah got through her first season. I'm so proud of her. I want to see maybe someone closer to her age um, join the next season. I would love if they have a black cast member join, get some diversity up in that cast. I'm kind of tired of all these old rich white women. They're not old. They're not old, but you know what I mean. Okay, to wrap up this episode, I just watched the the promo for Southern Charm, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised. So in it, they call out Catherine for the monkey emoji situation. She sent a monkey emoji over Instagram DM to a black activist, and uh, they actually show her being called out on the show for it. And then they also show another clip of the new cast member who's calling her out for living in a white privilege bubble her entire life. So I know I was shitting on Southern Charm at the beginning of this episode, but now that I've seen the promo, I think they are trying to improve the show and make it more diverse. Okay, I think I'm going to watch it now. So that'll be really good. I don't know if any of you are watching Dancing with the Stars also. Um, I've never been one that wants to watch it, but it's a really amazing cast. Obviously, Carol Baskin's on it, Nellie, Chriselle from Selling Sunset. I heard she wasn't like the best dancer, but I think I'm going to watch that. So next episode, I will talk about my thoughts. But yeah, that is about all I have for you guys on today's episode. I know it was a bit of a shorter one, a nice short and sweet episode. But thank you so much for listening. Please don't leave us a bad review because my mental health cannot handle it this week. Honestly, if we get a one star review, I may have to throw my phone out of a window. Um... So please also don't just give us a one-star review because you want me to throw my phone out of a window because now I'll just know that you're doing it on purpose. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I hope you all are hanging in there. As someone who is struggling right now mentally, um, ask for help if you need it because it's not an easy time right now. Relationships are falling apart. Friendships are falling apart. I'm experiencing that firsthand. I have to move. It's stressful. Jobs are stressful. Everything's stressful. So even if you guys just want to reach out to us, feel free to DM us if you need someone to talk to. Reach out because 
I know that I have uh, needed some help in the last few weeks, and I've been very lucky to have great friends like Kate herself who have helped me through it. So hang in there, everyone. Uh, make sure you're registered for vote to vote. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm not even drunk. Um, and all that good stuff. And follow us on Instagram, at Mostly Bravo. We create memes over there, and they're funny. And that's about it. All right, you guys, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.